What's spring like in Park City, Utah? Imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on earth at two world-class resorts, Park City Mountain and Deer Valley. Exploring miles of wide open spaces by snowshoe or cross-country skis. Wandering our historic Main Street with its Opry ski scene and award-winning restaurants. When you love it like we love it, Park City, Utah will always be winter's favorite town. Join the experience at visitparkcity.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And there is something you do that will bless so many people if you just live out your truth. If you just be yourself. There is something about you. At the very minimum, the fact that you are living authentically will inspire so many people. There are certain things in life that will just come to you without much effort, without much hard work, because you are, number one, obeying God, doing what he asks you to do, and number two, you are being yourself. You are living authentically. That type of authenticity will attract abundance and success and opportunities that you being fake or putting on a show for can never bring into your life. His plan is always better than yours and he is going to line the things up that you need to get you there. You do not have to go out of your way to feel like you have to compete with this person for a promotion or compete with this person for a boyfriend. Like, first of all, first of all, out of all of the things in this world that you could fight for, right? World peace. Ending hunger, ending poverty. Why are you fighting for a man? Why are you fighting for a man? You see what I'm saying? That should never resonate with you. Having the mindset of trying to run to talk to everybody in the room or prove myself or make sure that people know what I'm doing and make sure people know how well I'm doing. I just simply do not feel that way. I simply do not feel that way. I trust that God will make what he wants to happen, happen. And that's it. I do not have to impress anybody. I do not have to make my presence known by speaking. I do not have to overexert myself. That's just how I feel right now. That's how I started moving after I started trusting God. I do not need to prove anything to anybody. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the show. I'm your host Sensi and on this podcast we talk about taking accountability of your life to become the best version of yourself. Today's episode is inspired by a TikTok that I saw from Any Given Sunday. I believe that is her TikTok name. I'll leave the link in the description too because she also like explains it very well from her perspective And what I'm talking about is she's basically saying, or she said that she went to, um, I think an elite private school. So she has experienced the whole thing about people 
not having to work as hard as she does to get the same things or whatever. Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? I'm just paraphrasing. And side note, side note, I'm a little congested. I don't know why. Um, but yeah, so just ignore that. So she was saying that she used to be preoccupied with that the fact that, you know, some people had it easier than her and feeling like some people were getting promoted while she was being overlooked and stuff like that and she used to be concerned with that type of thing but eventually she got into a place of rest because she trusted God's plan for her life and she stopped looking at what other people had and she started to focus on God and you know wait on his timing and be more appreciative of what he has in store for her because that's better than what she might think she needs to have right so that's just me roughly paraphrasing but i can relate to everything she just said um minus the looking at other people stuff i don't know i feel like i never really got into that much because for the most part i was always just like extremely focused on what my goals were and if anything i may have beating myself up over not achieving them or not achieving them as fast as I would have liked versus looking at what other people had. Actually, no. Sometimes I did think about that like in college when I felt like I was working so hard and I wasn't getting A, B, and C and then certain people were getting it and I was like, okay, well, why, why am I not getting it, right? So, yeah, so there were some times when I felt like maybe my hard work was going unnoticed by God or by people and other people were being rewarded for not working as hard as I thought I was working, right? So that was my whole thing. And now I can also relate to what she was saying about just trusting that God has a plan for me and not being concerned with other people. Now I have mentioned this a million times if you're not new here you know i have a whole other episode on this topic talking about running your own race right i feel like this is kind of an extension but it will also be from a different perspective as well like it will be elaborating on that episode right and i will leave it in the description in case you want to listen to it as well so this episode is for anyone who maybe still struggles with this, still struggles with comparing yourself. Oh, let me give you some examples. Like if you find yourself worrying about being overlooked at your job, for example, for a promotion or a raise or being overlooked for anything in general, or if you are worried about things like getting in the room and talking to everybody and you know networking and all of that stuff because your network your network is your net worth right and that's true but I'll share my thoughts on that later on and things like you know just over exerting yourself to please others to make your presence known so that people know what you offer know what you bring to the table and they can see your value and they will appreciate you and you will get that raise you will get that promotion you will meet that business partner you need you will get you know the friend you know whatever it is 
This episode is from the perspective of if you still worry about or if you still do things like overexerting yourself in order to make yourself and your presence known so that you are not missed. So that's the, that's the perspective I will be talking about this topic from in this episode. So let me tell you what my life used to look like when I was still doing these types of things. And then I'll tell you what it looks like now that I just trust God's plan. And I can basically relate to what she was saying in the TikTok. And again, anything I ever mentioned in the episode, it will be linked in the description. So you can fully understand what I'm saying in case I don't do a good job of explaining it. So let's start with an example of the network. Your network is your net worth thing, right? Remember I said I would talk about that? Let's talk about it now. So I remember when I was in college, I used to, I went, I was in the school of business, right? My major was accounting. So if you are in the business school, or I'm sure any other school, but I just have the perspective of being a business school student, but You know, in college, they always tell you, you know, you have to network, you have to get your foot in the door, you have to meet the right people. You know, people always get jobs through networking and, you know, so network, 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 go to every event, go to every, you know, join every student organization, join the fraternities, join everything, right? Network, 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 put yourself out there. Now, let me just say this, right? My two disclaimers. Number one, that saying is absolutely true. Your network is your net worth, right? And people do get opportunities through networking that they wouldn't have gotten otherwise, right? And the second disclaimer is that I do believe that networking is important and necessary, okay? However, here is my thing. And I think I mentioned this on the introvert episode, but I remember being in the business school and they always used to tell me, you know, go network with the big four um, accounting firms and this and that. And when they were these when they had these job fairs, everybody was like, oh, you have to go. You have to go network and talk to the recruiters. You have to put yourself out in front of them. Some people had a goal of talking to every single recruiter in the room just the sound of that exhausted me if you're an introvert you understand just talking to everybody in the room like be serious be 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 so for real right now like everybody in the room that's exhausting but anyway I don't understand how extroversion works okay but I remember feeling like I had to force myself out of my shell and yes sometimes it's necessary but In that case, I felt like it was just doing too much, but I felt like I had to force myself out of my shell to go to these events, to network, to talk to everybody, to give everybody my resume, right? So I can get an internship, so I can get a job offer for after I graduate, etc., etc. I felt a lot of pressure to do these things because I felt like that would be the only way I can get an opportunity, And the partially competitive side of me was like, you know, you have to do these things to stay competitive. You have to join all of these student organizations. You have to have internship experience. You have to have a 4.0 GPA. You have to do all of these things, right? And I was doing all these things and I was exhausted. But anyway, that's another another story for another day. So I felt pressured to do all of that, to put myself out there so that I could secure a good job or a good internship. 
And then I remembered I ended up getting a an invitation to a conference by one of the big four companies. And when I was there, I went to the conference just because I wanted to know what the culture of the company was like. And I got it through applying online, by the way, not through networking. I got it. I got there. It was in Texas. I flew out. I was there. It was about 700 students from all over the U.S. And it was Ivy League schools. There were people from Harvard, Yale, Stanford, Penn State, etc. And there were less than five black people there out of 700. And I think I, me and one other girl was the only two people from Georgia. And she went to UGA. And UGA is like a better school than the Georgia State. Like, you know, in I, I feel like, I think it is like in terms of grades and all of that and, you know, football and whatever. I don't know. I don't really follow these things. But like Georgia State has like a really good business program or something like that, you know. And I didn't know that at the time. But so I was the only one there from Georgia State. And I was like one of three black people that were there out of 700 right and everybody else is from like the top 50 business schools if you google top 50 business schools in the u.s it's people from these schools that i was there with right and i went just to get to know what the company is like i did not know that they were even recruiting at that event to give people internship opportunities i had no idea i found out on the last day But while I was there, when I found out, I felt like I had to, you know, maybe get out of my shell and try to talk about myself and all of these things so that I would hopefully get an internship. And imagine I'm sitting around. I remember I was sitting in a table in a group of like eight people and one recruiter. And she asked us like, how was our summer or tell us about yourself or whatever or something about what did you do last summer? In, on the break whatever now mind you I'm sitting there with <laughs> mind you I'm the only black person at the table and I'm sitting here with a bunch of Ivy League very privileged people right and let me tell you let me give an example of what they were saying so you can understand what I'm saying she asked them about their summer one girl was like oh yeah I went on a tour of Europe and I went to all of these countries and I also learned French during the summer and then another one was like oh I went skiing with the family in whatever whatever and then another one was like oh I actually had a prestigious internship at like the top company here and there mind you we are sophomores this is our second year in college he has an internship at some prestigious company as a sophomore in his field of study right and another one was like yeah I was in Dubai with my family and blah 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 it all of it was like study abroad tours of Europe and you know like all of these things you know climbing mount everest like literally things i'm sitting here with a straight face but i'm i'm like i'm sorry what and then it gets to me and i what i did that summer was i worked i worked to pay for school okay that's what i did i worked like as many hours as i possibly could i worked and i felt like yeah there was no way i'm getting an internship here because look at the competition (laughs) 
Look at the competition. These people learn foreign languages in their free time. They just casually tour Europe, right? She, she literally toured like eight countries with her family. And I'm sitting here like, yeah, I just worked, you know? But in that um, situation, I felt like there was no way I was going to get an offer for an internship, you know, because I felt like my background was very, um, it wasn't as impressive as everybody else at the table. And we are in our second year of college, right? Long story short, I ended up getting the internship and an offer um, for after I graduate there. But I digress. That was an example of me being in a situation where I felt like I had to try hard and considering what I just told you, there was only so much I could have done because I did not, I, I, I still have not, you know, toured Europe or anything like that. So there was only so much I could have done, but I felt like I was behind in life. I didn't even know people lived like this. It, and we are like 19, 20. I didn't even know people were living like this. And I felt like, Maybe it wasn't going to happen for me because my background could not really compare to theirs, right? So I remember trying at one point after that experience or after the experience of the past few days, just being in that environment, feeling like I had to overexert myself and go out of my way to network and try to talk to people. But then I still felt like because I didn't tour Europe or learn eight foreign languages in my spare time, that I probably would not get an offer. But in the end, I did. And that led to a lot of different things that I can see in hindsight was necessary for me to get to where I am today. And the point I'm trying to make is when something is for you, when God intends for you to have something, nobody can prevent that. Nobody can prevent that from happening. It is yours by default. And I promise you, you do not have to overexert yourself and go out of your way to prove yourself to anybody when God already said that it's yours. So that was an example of how things worked out. Let me tell you how things, let me give you an example of when things didn't work out, right? So at my last job, I felt like, before I left, spoiler alert, I did leave, um, but I felt like I wasn't being paid adequately for my work, for my efforts, right? I felt like I was underpaid. And I was there for some time, a few years, and I felt like, you know, I wasn't being appreciated, blah, blah, blah. Maybe I need to work harder. Maybe I need to start, you know, playing politics and all of these things to get what I wanted, which was a higher salary, right? For as much as I was working child. But things didn't work out in the end. And I ended up leaving the job. And the job I have now is so much better. And I did get a raise, obviously, right? And that's just a long story short. But the point is, sometimes we want to make things work out so bad. We try to overexert ourselves. We try to play politics. We try to get on people's good side. We try to smile in everybody's face. So everybody can see us. Try to make everybody know we are here, know our presence, right? Try to do all of these things to make our presence known so that we don't get overlooked for an opportunity. But at the end of the day, you have to remember two things. 
Number one, if it's not for you, it will never be for you and there is something better. And number two, if it is for you, you do not have to go out of your way and overexert yourself to try to get what is already yours. And all of that falls under trusting God's plan because it is always better than ours. Because I feel like most of us can relate to the experience of trying to plan our lives out, right? Sometimes to a T, sometimes just, you know, just having a big goal. And we think that when things don't go according to our plans, the way we laid it out, that it's not meant to be, it's not meant to happen. Oh, we need to do something else. And then we go into a deep depressive episode we have a midlife crisis an existential crisis why am i here what is the meaning of life i wanted to do this thing now i don't want to do it anymore so what is what is my purpose what am i here to do blah 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 just because maybe one way you try to do something didn't work but in reality failure quote unquote failure is really just redirection now you know how something does not work try something different right if something doesn't work out, it's either because maybe you have to do it a different way and you are being redirected or there's something better in store for you. So what you planned had to fail. I'm sure there are times in your life, I'm sure you can think back on times in your life where things went wrong in the past, quote unquote wrong, and you realize it was all a setup to get you where you are today or to help you through something that would get you to where you are today. Like everything, all of the dots will eventually connect. Just because you don't see how one particular dot connects to everything else, that doesn't mean you need to have an existential crisis. It means you need to trust God. You need to trust his plan. If you've ever listened to one of my episodes and while I was talking, you just started reflecting on your own life and thinking of how what I'm saying applies to you, then my question is why stop there? I use my experiences to help you see the process of becoming the best version of myself and to also hold you accountable to your own growth, but I can't tell you what the best version of you looks like. You should be the one to define that for yourself. So I created journals with prompts to help you with self-discovery, self-reflection, assessing your relationships, healing, and reinventing yourself. So if you want to do more than just listen to the podcast, but actually start working on your own life, then go to secludedthoughts.com journals. I will also leave the link in the description below. Now back to the episode. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Like... If you listen to my podcast, like if you are an OG listener, which I love and appreciate you for, if you've been here from day one, or if you've just listened to like a few episodes, I tell y'all a lot about things that I have dealt with. And 
notice how it always seems to resonate with people. I get DMs from people telling me I'm talking about their life. I'm actually talking about my life, but you know, most of our experiences are not really unique, right? So when people start to be authentic and share them, suddenly you connect with a lot of people because not everybody's willing to be that authentic, but I digress. And if you listen for a while, so you've known that I've talked about a lot of my trials and tribulations, but notice how they are all relevant to me helping you on this podcast. Notice how they are all relevant to what I'm doing right now. And, you know, the bright side is that I did not let them overwhelm me to the point where I gave up because had I had I given up, you would not be listening to me right now, right? This podcast would not exist. So thankfully, I stuck through it. I don't, I don't even know how. Actually, I know how. God, that's how. But like, you know, I'm here now. I didn't give up. And now all of it is being used for me to help you on this podcast. Like, I don't have a script. I don't have a script for my podcast. Sometimes I might just, you know, make a list of things I might want to talk about. But it's literally like bullet points with like maybe four or five words. I don't have a script. I literally just talk about my life and I can do it naturally because it is my life. I'm not an expert on anything. I'm not trying to teach you anything. I'm just a human being. I'm just being honest about my experiences. That's all. And the thing is, I have been blessed to do what I am doing now. So nobody will be able to do it the way I do it, because that's how I am supposed to do it according to his plan. You see what I'm saying? There is something about you that you are blessed to do the way you do it. And nobody will ever be able to compare, to compete. And it's not about comparison, but it's about knowing that there is something unique about you that can never be duplicated. But if you always look at other people and what they are doing, you will lose yourself and you will completely negate that and you will just be like everybody else. There will be nothing special about you if you do not focus on what that special thing is about you and then use that to your advantage. If you try to be like everybody else, you will just blend in. But none of us were meant to blend in, right? I'm saying this because I, I'm, I'm telling you, a lot of people have asked me certain questions about the podcast, how I do it, blah, 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 blah. And it has gotten positive feedback and it's doing very well, despite the fact that I could probably be doing a better job of marketing it and being more consistent on social media. But at the end of the day, the content will speak for itself. You are here for a reason. And it's because I am blessed to do this and nobody can do it like me. All of my collective experiences, my trials and tribulations has led to this moment. And so it's very natural for me to do it the way I do it. And because I am operating in authenticity, because I am just being myself, there will never be another person that can compare to that to me because there is nobody else like me. And there is nobody else like you. And there is something you do that will bless so many people if you just live out your truth. If you just be yourself, there is something about you. At the very minimum, the fact that you are living authentically will inspire so many people regardless of whether or not they can relate to your style, your 
aesthetic, the way you talk, the way you dress. Let me tell you, one of the reasons some people are so magnetic, despite the fact that we can't necessarily relate to them, is because they are authentic. I have said this about Cardi B so many times because Cardi B is a very, you know, vibrant, outgoing person, like the opposite of me. I am not very outgoing, right? I am not very outgoing. Like me and her are very different in terms of a lot of things, our style, whatever, blah, 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 right? But I have always been a fan of Cardi B. Not even, I mean, I like her music. I like some of, I like her songs. I'm not like a diehard fan, but as a person, I have always respected her because I felt like she is herself. Me and her don't have the same personality type, right? Is she's not somebody I aspire to be like or anything in because like we are just different people. But I have always loved and respected her because I always felt like she stayed true to herself. Like everybody, some people will get famous and whatnot, and then they will switch up and try to play politics and try to you know pick sides and do all of these things. And she doesn't care. Like she she talks the same way she used to talk before not that I followed her whole life or anything but I just feel like she's so authentic so I've always respected her for who she is right and I'm telling you when you start to live authentically there will be so many people that are naturally drawn to you and they just look up to you and they respect you because you are being yourself and nobody else can be like you that is something that is very hard to do in today's world because people are so judgmental but number one, you will be the happiest. And number two, d- d- nobody, nobody will ever be able to walk in your lane. Nobody. First of all, we can never walk in anybody else's lane. But so many people don't even try to walk in their lane. So many people are fumbling in their lane because they are looking at what everybody else is doing. And what they are supposed to do is not getting done. So they are not blessing anybody with what their gift is or anything because they're too busy looking at other people right so that I'm going off on a tangent here but I just had to say that to let you know that there is something about you that makes you so unique you as a person you as a person you are unique right nobody else is like you and if you try to be like other people you will lose that and you will just be you will just need you will just be background noise you will just be background noise in life nothing that stands out because you don't want to be yourself you're trying to be everybody else so there will just be nothing special about you and I can tell you ever since I started just being myself and living authentically it's like with the podcast number one I've told y'all before I believe that God asked me to do this because me and all my introversion and shyness and just being kind of like a caveman on social media, not really posting, I would have never thought to do this on my own. So with me being obedient to God and me just being myself and using what he gave me and not trying to be like anybody else, not trying to create a podcast like anybody else, it is doing well, number one, because I'm being consistent, number two, because of my hard work. But most importantly, if God blessed it, if he asked me to do it, and because I am living authentically, because I'm being genuine, I'm just being myself, that I feel like these factors are going to cause it to have a certain level of success that I really don't have to work that hard for 
because number one is ordained and number two, I'm being myself. There are certain things in life that will just come to you without much effort, without much hard work, because you are number one, obeying God, doing what he asks you to do. And number two, you are being yourself. You are living authentically. That type of authenticity will attract abundance and success and opportunities that you being fake or putting on a show for can never bring into your life. And even if it comes somehow, some, like it probably won't be sustained because you are like people will be able to catch on. OK, when people are being fake, I know you've been around some fake people in your life. We can tell we can we can all tell when people are being fake and when they're trying to play politics and when they just have like a fake smile, they have like a pretentious attitude because they're around people of a certain caliber or whatever. Like we can tell we can all tell. And that's just going to repel people who are genuine because they can see through your BS. So I'm saying don't be like that. Just be yourself. And that's the hardest thing anybody can do, by the way. I know it's not easy. It took a while for me to get here. But I'm just trying to paint the picture of what's on the other side. And yes, I know there are people who won't like you for being authentic. There are people who will be offended just by you being yourself because they do not feel safe or confident enough to be themselves but that's none of your business that's none of your business okay we are talking about you and what's best for you forget anybody else who has a problem with that some people will always have a problem and that's none of your business we don't want these people around anyway so we will not spend any more time acknowledging them okay now let me get back to the topic because i just went off on a rant but yeah at the end of the day what I am trying to say is that you need to trust God's plan for your life. I believe that when you trust God's plan, I know, for a, I know for a fact, and I'm speaking from experience, when you trust his plan, there will be so much ease in your life. Even when things aren't going well, there will be ease because you genuinely trust that his plan is better than your plan. And if things aren't going well, then you are being redirected. And it's just, you know, it's just, it's just a temporary storm, but things will level out and things will get back on track and you will be at a much better place than where you started when you trusted him. And I'm speaking from experience, believe me, because 2022 was a roller coaster. But when I got off of that ride, I'm telling you, things are absolutely great in my life right now. If you've been listening to my episode in 2022, you know I've been going through it. I've been going through it. I've been learning a lot. I've been growing, making all of these changes. But now I am here to report that all is good in the hood. Like, I feel amazing. I feel absolutely amazing. Everything worked out. The storm is over. I feel like I, I literally feel amazing. I'm literally planning a, a vacation for my birthday right now. All is well. All is well. And I've gotten much closer to God. And that's why I'm telling you, I've realized that when I stopped fighting in the storm, when I stopped begging and pleading and crying for things to go my way, and I just took myself out of the driver's seat and I put him there and I became a passenger seat princess. Everything worked out. 
everything worked out. I'm telling you, everything will work out. The storm is temporary. Everything will work out. I literally kept telling myself in the mo everything will work out. And guess what? Everything did. I am here on the other side and I'm telling you, life is great. Life is amazing. Life is amazing. I have no complaints. I have no complaints. Now, there are a few things I need to work on in terms of my discipline, but that's my business. But I'm telling you, life is amazing right now, right? I'm here to report that the storm is over. Everything worked out and it's got a lot better. It started dying down when I started trusting him. When I just gave up and I'm just like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done fighting this. Have your way. Everything worked out, right? So number one, trust God's plan. He has a plan for you. And let me tell you something. If God says you have to do A, B, and C, if he, if he said, if he said, this is what I want you to do, what makes you think he will not have the right people and resources available when you need them? What makes you think he will just say to do this and he will not offer any help, any guidance whatsoever? Like, Everything will work out in his timing. You will get it when you need it. The people you need will come into your life to help you with to help you do the things that he wants you to do. The resources you need will come into your life to help you do and be the person that he wants you to be. You do not have to overexert yourself to please other people and to try to be the most talkative and outgoing person in the room to impress all of these people, etc., etc., for the things that God has planned for you. God already knows your value, right? And his opinion of you is all that that's that should supersede everything else, even your own because we are our biggest critics and sometimes we can really drag ourselves to the point where we don't even need other people to drag us, right? So that's why I'm saying his opinion of you supersedes even your own. And he already loves you without you having to do anything. He already sees your value without you having to do anything. And you, I'm telling you, you will never have to prove yourself to who already knows your value. You will never have to overexert yourself or go out of your way to make your presence known to the people that God has already lined up to be in your life, to help you with something, to love you, to care for you. You do not have to do the most to attract these things because it will all come into your life in his timing. His plan is always better than yours and he is going to line the things up that you need to get you there. You do not have to go out of your way to feel like you have to compete with this person for a promotion or compete with this person for a boyfriend. Like, first of all, first of all, out of all of the things in this world that you could fight for, right? World peace, ending hunger, ending poverty. Why are you fighting for a man? Why are you fighting for a man? You see what I'm saying? That should never resonate with you. Of all the things to fight for, a man should never be one of them. If he makes you feel like you have to compete with somebody else, okay? I digress. I'm just saying, you never have to go out of your way to prove your worth, to prove your value to anybody. If God wants you to do something, the right people, the right resources, 
the right scriptures, the right movies, the right posts, you know, because we get signs and stuff from different things as we go on about our day. All of these things will just fall into place in his timing. You do not have to go out of your way to impress people to get a job that is already yours. If you've ever listened to one of my episodes and while I was talking, you just started reflecting on your own life and thinking of how what I'm saying applies to you, then my question is why stop there? I use my experiences to help you see the process of becoming the best version of myself and to also hold you accountable to your own growth, but I can't tell you what the best version of you looks like. You should be the one to define that for yourself. So I created journals with prompts to help you with self-discovery, self-reflection, assessing your relationships, healing, and reinventing yourself. So if you want to do more than just listen to the podcast, but actually start working on your own life, then go to secludedthoughts.com journals. I will also leave the link in the description below. Now back to the episode. When I was interviewing for jobs before I got my current job, I, first of all, I hadn't interviewed in a minute, so I was a little rusty, right? But I was doing all this stuff, doing all this research, company research, trying to overexert myself and all of that in the first couple of interviews with like with the first couple of companies. And when I interviewed for the company that I work at right now, I don't even know what happened. It was like God started speaking through me. Like there were times in the other interviews that I stuttered and I was nervous. But when I was interviewing for the company I'm at right now, it's like, I don't even know. I don't even know where the confidence came from. Like everything just worked out. Like I, like you, you, I deserve an Oscar for that type of performance. I deserve an Oscar for how I interviewed with my current job. Like, I don't know where it came from because I was nervous for all of the rest. But for this one, it's like I was at peace. I don't know where that peace came from. I know where it came from. But in the time, I didn't know where that peace came from. But I'm telling you, I'm just trying to show you that for the things that are already yours, you do not have to overexert yourself. Yes, you have to work hard. Yes, you have to be disciplined to maintain it. Yes, there is some effort that needs to go in on your part. I'm not saying just sit there and wait, but I'm saying you you should not feel like you have to go out of your way to play politics, to impress people, to please people, to try to talk to everybody in the room, to perform, to be fake, to do all of these things when something is already yours. You do not have to do that. You do not have to prove your value to the people who already know your value. You do not have to prove your value to the people that God has already ordained to be in your life. Anything you have to overexert yourself for does not need to be in your life. It, 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 it just does not. Like, let me give you an example. I have sisters, twin sisters. They are four years old, right? They do not have to do anything to earn anything from me because they are my sisters. I love them, right? They just have to be who they are. That's it. They just, they just, they just have to exist. They just have to exist, and I will love them and I will do anything for them. They just have to exist. 
They don't have to prove themselves to me. They don't have to perform. They don't have to go out of their way. They, don't have to, they just have to exist. That's it. They just have to exist. And if they see a toy that they like, I will get it for them, right? If I see a toy that I think they will like, I will get it for them. They just have to exist. Like, think of your siblings. Well, some, well, my situation is different because they are significantly younger than me. So we don't have that bickering back and forth type of relationship that I know some of y'all have with siblings that are closer to your age. But think of, think of somebody. Think of somebody that you love. Maybe your siblings. Just think of somebody that you love, a family member, whatever. Like, do they have to do anything to get your love, to earn your love? Like, no, you just love that person for who they are. Things may not be perfect, but for who they are to you, for what they mean to you, they don't have to perform. They don't have to overexert themselves to earn your love. Like, that's how God sees us. And I saw a sermon that said something about this. And it really helped me to exhale because we do not have to prove ourselves to God. We do not have to do anything to deserve his love. We do not have to do anything for him to love us more because it's not possible. You just have to exist. You just have to be you. You just have to acknowledge him, right? That's how God sees you. You just have to trust him and stop trying to lean on your own understanding and the things that he told you he will give you will happen if you just trust him. You do not have to, like, if you want to, I don't know, let's say start a business, right? I'll say that because I follow a lot of entrepreneurs on social media and I see them talking about networking and stuff like that, which once again, I agree is important. But I remember I went to a networking event for podcasting and somebody came up to me and he asked me, how come you just sit there so quiet and it's like you're in your own world? Like what's going through your mind? Like you just sit there and you don't really like talk to anybody. Like, like what goes on in your mind? What are you doing? Like what's happening? And my thing is when I walk into a room, any room, whether it's networking, anywhere, right? If I'm by myself, I don't necessarily run to try to talk to every single person, right? Now, part of it because is because I am an introvert <laughs> and I just don't have the energy to do all of that, okay? But my thing is I have so much trust for God right now. It's like I don't feel like I need to overexert myself and try to talk to everybody in the room because whoever I'm supposed to have a connection with and establish a relationship with to have some type of mutually beneficial relationship, I trust that God will make it happen. I trust that if there's one person I'm supposed to partner with on something, that the relationship will fall into place. I just have to show up and things will align and everything will work out, right? I trust God so much at this point right now that I do not feel like I need to overexert myself. I don't feel like I have to talk to everybody in the room when I go someplace where I have to network. I like I don't think I'm better than anybody or I don't think like I don't I don't single people out. I don't do any of that. I just literally 
number one, I'm an introvert. So sometimes I'll just sit there and be in my head. But I just literally trust that if there is somebody I'm supposed to make a connection with in this room, then God will make it happen. Like before I enter certain rooms, I will pray that God, if there's somebody here that you believe I should have a relationship with, I pray that you help us meet and connect and whatever. And I trust that it will happen and I am fine with that. And yes, I may go up to people and whatever, but having the mindset of trying to run to talk to everybody in the room or prove myself or make sure that people know what I'm doing and make sure people know how well I'm doing, I just simply do not feel that way. I simply do not feel that way. I trust that God will make what he wants to happen, happen. And that's it. I do not have to impress anybody. I do not have to make my presence known by speaking. I do not have to overexert myself. That's just how I feel right now. That's how I started moving after I started trusting God. I do not need to prove anything to anybody. And that is what I want for you. That's why I'm making this episode, right? Like watch the TikTok because she talks about her experience and, you know, all of that. But I just wanted to give my perspective because it's something that I could relate to at one point when I was in college, when I was much younger. I'm still young. But when I was much younger, I just used to feel like I would have to go out of my way to network, to impress people, to do all of these things, make my presence known. Let people know how, how well I'm doing. You know, it's not necessary. It's not necessary. I, I no longer do that. I might share something I'm proud of or whatever, but I already celebrated with God. I already thanked him. It's like, you know, and I talked about that on a, some other episode, which if I remember, I'll link it. But it's, it's not necessary. I no longer overexert myself. I don't have anything to prove to anybody. I do not need to play politics. I mean, some level of playing politics is kind of necessary in corporate, like at your job. I understand that. But I do not need to overexert myself. I do not need to prove to you or to anybody that I should be in a certain room or that I should be recognized for A, B, and C because in God's timing... If that's what's meant to happen, it's going to happen and it's going to be better than I could have ever tried to make it happen. So why stress? Why stress? If God has a plan for me and if he already told me A, B and C will happen, why stress? The only reason I would be stressing is if I forget that he can do all things and I try to look to other people to make things happen for me. Like they are my source, like they are my provider, like they determine my fate and my success and not God. It's when you think that the only way you can get something is if this person helps you. That, that no, that's, that, that's when you start to fumble because... Nobody else has that type of power and control or say so over your life. Absolutely nobody. So if there was like somebody you really wanted to be friends with or somebody you really wanted to collaborate with for something, 
let me tell you something. If it's meant to happen, if God tells you, yes, it will happen, you do not need to overexert yourself. It's already done. It is already done. You, yes, there are some things you could do to help that, right? To, to help the process. But like, if he says it's going to happen, it's already done. There's no need to try to prove yourself, to prove your worth, to try to act like you are not already anointed for what he told you you will have. There is no need. He says it will happen, so it's already done. You just celebrate, rejoice, relax. Why are you stressing? Why are you stressing? And if it doesn't happen, let's say you wanted to be friends with somebody and, you know, the friendship didn't work out too well when you reached out or something like that. You don't know what type of person that person really was behind closed doors. You don't know what type of friend they are or are not to the people in their life. You don't know what you were spared from. They could have been crazy. They could have, like, it could have been something very detrimental to your life that you were spared from. So, and and that's what I've come to understand now. So it's like, if it doesn't work out, he has something better. He's probably protecting me from something. So let me not question him because I don't want to find out why he tried to block that person from being in my life. The easiest way I can help you understand it, think about somebody you used to deal with. And uh, maybe, you know, you asked for signs, you got the signs, you ignored the signs, you pretended you were blind, deaf, and dumb when you got the signs. And then things happen. And you see why you got the signs in the beginning before you got hurt, right? So think about it that way. If something doesn't work out, it could just be that you are being spared from getting hurt. That this was never meant for you to have. It, 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 it's, it's not going to happen the way you think it's going to happen. So you are being protected and redirected. Just just trust God. Just relax. Just relax. You do not need to prove yourself to anybody so they can give you what's already yours. Just relax. Just relax. Whatever he says is yours, it's yours. Just relax. Do not stress yourself out. Do not try to prove anything to anybody. Why are you fighting to prove your worth to anybody? Is that person better than you? Like, be serious. Is that person better than you? I know you might need a raise. I know you might need a promotion. But hello, take a page out of Gen Z's book and get a new job. I can tell you from first-hand experience, if you want more money, the easiest way to get it is to get a new job. But I digress. Trust God's plan and just relax. You do not have to prove yourself. You do not have to overexert yourself to get what is already yours. Okay, just going to the new year. I mean, we're already in the new year, but going to the rest of the year with peace. Just relax. Just relax. If God says it's yours, it's already yours. And nobody can take that away from you. That is all I have to say. And I will talk to you next Sunday. Oh, wait, no, no. One more thing. <clears throat> if you like this episode, can you please be so kind as to 
leave a five-star rating and a written review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify if that's where you listen. And also, please share this episode on your Instagram story if you think there's anybody else who needs to listen to it. Um, Make a TikTok video about it, something. Listen, I am working on my TikTok strategy, on my social media strategy. But in the meantime, can y'all help a sister out? And if you like the episode, if you like the podcast, whatever it is, can you please do me a favor and share it and leave a written review? Okay, thanks. That's all I have to say. Now I will talk to you next Sunday. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.